All right, go ahead. A lot of people, black, white, Mexican, young or old, fat or skinny, have a problem being true to themselves. They have a problem looking in the mirror and looking directly into their own souls. And the reason I am who I am today is because I can look directly into my face and find my soul. Young enough to not give a fuck Rather hold my head high and die than live and duck If you cool being taken down or giving up Your lifestyle's a blowjob The way of living sucks I done felt pain, waited but no help came Went through some crazy shit, still kept myself sane You ever been dying of thirst and smelt rain? Ever been told go to hell and felt flames? The water's to your neck and only gets deeper It's all downhill and it only gets steeper Gotta get over it, be a hurdle leaper It costs to be the boss and it ain't getting no cheaper But there's a man above that we all under, bro No bread truck, but he work wonders dope After you wake up, every Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 38 of Cleaning Dishes. I am your host, Fredtastic, and today I have a very, very special guest with me. I've known this person for what feels like forever, but it's only been a little over 11 years. He's been there for me during my highs as well as my lows, always encouraging me, picking me up when I was down, picking fights, letting me know when I'm out of pocket. Always willing to share and always show care. Always putting up with my energy when I'm on 10, 11, and 12. Help me secure the bag. The Pikachu to my Ash. The Alphonse to my Edward. The epitome of loyal. My best friend. My brother from another. The true definition of a rock of Gibraltar. The young king, Thomas Ussery. <laughs> you stupid as shit Welcome, welcome to the show How everybody doing? Yeah, how are you today, man? How was work? Uh, you know, I'm pretty cool You know, got my future injuries going on Alright, yeah So that's at the end of the episode here I want to thank <laughs> you all for listening Nah no. Oh, you just heard it So today what we're doing is I'm actually going to interview the young brother You know what I mean? And get some information from him And then use it against him later I mean, and then um, Just so the world would know About the young brother so that, <laughs> that sounds about right no, but um, so we know you're from Detroit. You talk about that all the time, like you're from Detroit and all that. But what was it like? Like, how, what was your living situation? Who'd you grow up with? Wow. Uh, so my living situation, ever since I can remember, I lived with my grandma. So it was my mom, me, my brother, my grandma, and my uncle. That was like the consistent of the house. And in the back of the house was my grandpa. He, at the time when I remember things, he was uh, paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, that. and this is the one from the steps. <laughs> yes. Those stairs. Okay. Now, so you say it was your brother. Now, you have other siblings, though, correct? Yeah, so for me and my brother are six years apart. Me and my younger sister are 15 years apart. Then my youngest sister, we're like 18, 20 years apart almost. So there's four of y'all together? Totally, yeah. Two boys, two girls. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. And do you, how was your relationship with them? Like, like, well, then, how was it then and how was it now? With me and my brother, uh... We cool Like we can talk We can talk Like it's no No uh, animosity between him and I With me and my sisters Like Well my youngest My young sister Her name's Amaris Shout out to Amaris uh, Technically I was like A father to her In a way That's what some people say At least Because oh, okay. uh, At the time being My uh, My My stepdad was not around At the time And uh, 
had to step up and be like the older sibling, the older brother, and just take care of her. My youngest sister, she didn't spend that much time with me, so she's already spent like five years with me because of uh, me needs to go to school, me having to uh, try to better my situation. So. Okay. So, so at that point in time, you're saying that you had to step up contact to take the role of the man of the house. Was your older brother not in the house anymore? Or was he? No, he wasn't. He did his own thing. Oh, he, okay. uh, there was a, a fiasco that went on in my family where basically we had, a, I guess you can say, true sides, and that's where uh, things differed a lot. Oh dang! Yeah, that, that's like some. Okay, wow, that's it's so taste dog. <laughs> now, um, so you talk about playing the role of your father. How was how was your relationship with your dad, your actual dad, your biological? My real father. Uh, we're cool. We don't talk as much. Like in 2018, I probably talked to him less than five times. Mm, okay, wow. Now, let me. Ask you, how does that affect now? Being that your dad wasn't around and your stepdad wasn't around, how did that affect you in playing a role of a father? Because you, like, who, who were you using as an example, or did you even have one? My stepdad wasn't around. He was around. It's just that uh, there were times where he wasn't. Okay. And, you know, always uh, a lot of times the absence always more noticeable than the present. Okay. So, so being in a household like that, where it's your sister, your, your younger sisters, you and your your moms and your mm. grandma was in there too, right? Yeah. Or, okay. So all of y'all living in this household, what was that like? Like, I mean, what was the bathroom situation like? All that? Did y'all have like multiple bathrooms? Was it just one? Or? So we had two bathrooms, thank God. So with so when we was growing up, my grandma's house, it was just me, my brother, my mom, my uncle, and grandma has five people in two bathrooms. Mm, so okay. we had we had a upstairs was my uncle's room. That was like his domain. We had a normal like I don't know what they call that. What. The, like what was it, like a duplex you lived in or something? No, or? It was a duplex. It was a regular house. But it was okay. like upstairs, downstairs. Then we had the basement. Oh, okay. So uh, the normal like the living quarters called fuck I'm call it that. That's where a uh, living room was, the kitchen, oh grandma and grandpa's room. <laughs> Damn, I forgot about that. And uh, the basement. What made you laugh? Why'd you laugh? Uh, remembering like me, and my brother sleeping together in the same bed. We used to sleep in the front room. Like in the, in the living room? Yeah. Like we, had, uh, oh. my grandma had a fold out, uh, a fold out bed in the couch. Man, everybody yeah. grandma got one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's where we slept at. So every morning we had to uh, take all the sheets off and like make remake, make, make the couch up, and then like that was that. But like I remember that that shit was crazy because uh, I feel like we should have been closer me and my brother, but like the six year gap didn't make a difference. Like when he was like oh, yeah. in high school, I was still like in middle school or just coming coming to uh. He's probably just coming to uh, middle school. Being older, than he, did he ever uh, try to put you on game with stuff? Like, try to put you on the game with anything or not really? He tried, but, like, I won't say I was hard-headed. It's sometimes, like, especially at that young age, you got to talk to me. You had to talk to me a certain way. What did he try to put you on the game to? Uh, he didn't try to put me on the girls. Mm. Uh, clothing? I know I had a lot of heavy knocks for my brother. My brother gave me, gave me my first pair of Steve Madden's. He gave me my first pair of Jordan's. First oh. pair of Jabro jeans. First Jabot t-shirt that had the footprints on them. I remember that shit. What? Yeah, I remember a lot of shit. He gave me like a lot of stuff. Was he the same one? So he gave you first pair of Jordans, but he's the one that put you on the, on the sneaker game? Like yeah. Just, like I learned uh-huh. through him like, as far as like sneakers and shit goes. Okay, okay. So that's who put you. I always wonder who put you on that. Really? Yeah, I never knew who put you on. I just Brother. knew you was always on that. You always like sneakers, sneakers, sneakers. The first pair of shoes I seen him that was like, oh my God to me, were the uh, phone posits. They were airplane phone posits, pause. And, uh, <laughs> that, like, those shoes were like, it was like an iridescent purple. And I was like, damn. That's how Penny Hardaway saw Penny Hardaway wear them. That's how Mike Baby wear them. That's another conversation. But I saw that shit. I was like, yo, that's crazy. And that's where it started. That's like that's my grail shoe. That's like shoe. Like if I get that, I'm done. 
Okay, I was gonna. I was actually gonna ask you more questions. What was the um, what's a pair of shoes that you don't own that you wish you really had? It'll be though. Like okay. I had uh, I had the neon green ones, but that doesn't it doesn't take the place of the, the eggplants. <coughs> the eggplant foam posits. They come out. Then they come out like once every five years. Really? Yep. Damn. So 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 your brother shows you about the game. He tells you about the a little bit about it. What did he tell you that do you or do you remember what he even told you that made you go, yo, I gotta stick with this, I gotta keep pursuing this? The shoe thing? No, I yeah. just uh I saw him do it, I just realized that like like style and swag just was like a dope ass thing. Like I don't think we called it that back then. It's just like you got game. That's part of your game anyway. Yes, yeah, your shoes and how you yeah. dress. Now when you were growing up, did you um did y'all roast each other for like what you wore and stuff like that? Like was it like <laughs> Me and my brother? Yeah. Uh he roasted me. Dang, you could have gave him because no, you got like, everything from him. Yeah, it's like I have no ammo. Yeah, I can't make fun of him when he wears because it's like you, you about to wear, you wearing it a little bit because yeah. you about to be wearing it real soon. Were y'all, were y'all similar? In, uh, I guess him being older, he was a bigger body type than you were. Oh, hell yeah! Like uh, I th- <laughs> when uh, I run, he's fat. Like he has a big gut. My bad, bro. He has a he has a gut. Like uh, a beer belly would be understatement. No, I wouldn't say he had beer belly. He's just got a big ass stomach. He probably wears like a forty eight right now. Okay, yeah, this is gut alone too. Hey, I love you, bro. But uh, you just gonna roast this man? Hey, hey. He gonna get you? He gonna get you? <laughs> Heard you was talking shit on the podcast. Wait, I was uh, cause I remember at one point I was wearing probably like probably size like thirty four, thirty two, and I had to like tie the belt so tight to fit my hips because like he was bigger than me. Why don't you just get it taken in? Huh? Like like the belt was like the no, belt. No, I heard you. Huh? Oh, okay. All right, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but it wasn't that wasn't like ideal for us. That's something I didn't never thought about. Okay, now what? Now what about um school? Like what, what was school? Like, did you go to school with your brother? No. Now what school did you go? Well, uh, so the schools I went to were Man Elementary. Uh, that was like so many different schools. Why? Why'd you go to so many different ones? Uh, we, a, lot, a lot of living situations. We moved around a lot. Um, yeah. But I, I would have to give props to my parents. Like they try to get their best to keep me in like the same school a lot of times. But like I went to a group of schools. Like what school? What what grade was it that you were in when you when they had the mum when you had the mumble issue? Elementary <laughs> <you> school. <laughs> they got you at a young age. This nigga. You can easily want to get that off, huh? Hell yeah, I want to get that. That's the whole point of going back. Just like so get to that point. <laughs> what one thing I never hear you talk about too much is I always hear you tell stories about um. About things that happened in school. I remember one time this dude did this or that dude did that. Mm. I never really hear you talk too much about childhood friends and if you still have those friends. My best friend when I was a kid was at my Washington. And I ho- hopefully he's still alive. Reason why I don't have many God friends damn. like that in Detroit, Detroit, man. Yeah, that's true. I had, my ho- I had one of my homies die. That's a story if you ask. But uh, my mom is like, it's still to me that not everybody, not everybody's your friend. I got picked on a lot too, so that definitely did help my with my distance. Like, uh, she's my mom always tell me like, everybody ain't your friend. Everybody, people, some people get you in trouble, and you better know that. And like, and me hearing that so often, it just was like, you can't trust nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that mentality. And then a lot of times, like a lot of times, like when she would say that, other people's actions matched that. You're, I want to go back a little bit um, because you said something real, that was kind of strong. Uh, a lot of people don't don't go through this, but you said one of your homies had died. Yeah. Where were at that time when that had happened? Where you were like, wasn't when you were younger? Were you older? Like, was it like recently? I think I was in my last year of middle school, so maybe eighth grade. He started ninth grade. So he was school. still your friend at this point in time. Like you were still cool with him. Uh, no. So when 
I graduated. I graduated elementary school. Went to Lessinger. I got taken out of Lessinger, Lessinger to go to a church school, and that was called Arizona Promise. It was a school. It was a school through my church. I learned a lot through there too. But uh, during like that two three year period, there was a moment where I didn't have contact with any of my friends. But when I came back to the block, that's where I talked to Dominique, and I was on the homies, wherever. And he was like, uh, "I was like, oh, where have I been at? Where where Contrell at?" And he's like, "Oh, he did." Oh, okay, that's Contrell. Yeah. Okay, that, I do remember you talking about that. And I was before. like, "Dad, what you mean?" Yeah, like he told me the situation. I was just like, "Damn." What went on when in your head at that point in time? When you can you remember what yeah. went on ahead when you when you heard that? What, what were you thinking? People would die. That was it. Like that wasn't my time. It wasn't like wow. Like what happened? Like you didn't think like could it like, have been me or like? I mean, I knew I knew what happened because he told me. It just was like people would die. Like mind you, like I don't say my mind's twisted, but it's like I lived with my grandfather in the back room, paralyzed from that down. Like he couldn't even he couldn't walk. He couldn't do anything. Like he had to ask for help to do almost everything, drink water, everything. So he was close to death a lot of times. Mm. So like growing up with that, it's kind of like yo, people born, people die. Wow. Okay. I feel like now, like, me being an adult, things kind of hit me harder as far as, like, being able to realize the truth of some things. But even then, it just was, like, people die. Okay. I want to um just jump a little bit right quick because there's something that you're talking about, like, being older and stuff. And one of the things I want to talk about was... um was you but I talk knowing you and living with you for the while that I've lived with you I think you have an obsession with something I want to know if you agree with me or not and I think this obsession is with legacy yeah <laughs> I, I feel like you have a definite obsession with it and I want to know what what is your input on what like what a legacy is and how do you how are you trying to achieve that I equate legacy with greatness in a way like when you hear name Michael Jordan or if you want a fashion route uh Michael Kors or Louis Vuitton, shit like that. Like you think you don't never associate that with like bad ideas or with anything that's like a, of malice. You're always like something. You won't be in that same realm. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like greatness, you won't be held in the same honor to be in the same breath. as like kind of dope. Okay. And for me, like I think part of me wants to be remembered. Part of me wants to prove to people that I wasn't a fuck up or a loser, or that I can even prove to people that care up that. Damn, I was like some real like cold shit. People that people that didn't think I would do successful for myself. Mm. Okay. Now is that why you named your company Tao? Or Taoology? Probably subconsciously. Cause like, f- well, well, for some people probably don't even get the two and two. What does Tao stand for? So Tao is my initials. It's like I don't say double entendre, but I just let it go. Uh Tao is my initials. It is also a Greek a Greek alphabet. And uh oh, look at this research the research <laughs> and at first it was like oh, asking about it one time like I'm obsessed with Google I googled that shit one time I just was like oh this is actually a thing and like the letter just was cool because it's still a T it's like a lowercase T at the end of the day but it's drawn real uh, elegantly and I just was like oh okay I always had that in the back of my mind and I tried to find ways to like just use it whenever I could right and it's spelled the same way you spell your name which I thought right. was really unique yeah that's dope that's super dope. What are, what are your current plans? As far as Taoology, like, that's how you came up with the name. That's how you... But what, what even made you want to be like, I'm going to start doing this. Like, what made you be like, I'm going to start creating creating on a, on a platform? Because at first you weren't doing that. You were doing music. Yeah. You were, like, doing music. You were... Because uh, you were a big music, you were a big music buff and stuff like that. Like, you were True. really into music. Um, 
which is actually I want to get into that real quick. What was how did you even get into music? That's how you got into Taos. So how did you get into music? Oh, wait, my check, my check, my check. Are you good? Okay. Oh, uh, when cause I don't know if you know what uh, the homie Dan. Shout out to the homie Dan. He put me on to uh, WordPress in like it's like a free uh, blog, or whatever. And uh, one day I just was like just posting on whatever music I was listening to. And one time I got uh, I got the scoop to a Drake song before anybody else did. And I think it was uh, it's been a pleasure and Timlin produced that. And I remember I had I was like oh shit this song's fire. And I threw it on the site. That site I think I had like close to like two thousand listens in, in like less than an hour. Word, word. Yeah, and I was just like, I, I love music. Like I always grew up with music. Me and my brother used to like listen to Biggie all the time. We used to have our own dance routine to that shit. That's him I told you that. Wait, you had a dance routine? Huh? It was it hold was on, simple. Hold on. It was simple. No, 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 no. It was simple, you bro. Not, not, not. <laughs> You was a cheerleader, nigga. Let me see. You was, was a cheerleader, cheerleader, nigga. Oh shit! So you had a dance routine, huh? Yeah. Do you it, remember it? Yeah, it was simple as hell. Oh, you! I wish I had a video. Okay, I'm gonna get some Snapchat. No, um, no, no, nigga, you put it on Snapchat. No, because like, I can't do it now because I don't have a mirror. Why you need a mirror? Because like, so basically, we, our basement was set up. We had a mirror in front, and our basement was short. Y'all had a dance studio, bro. Yo, you had a dance studio? Can I get my bars off? You can talk, I'm going to start rapping. Go back. Please, I actually want to ask you about some freestyles at the end. I, I, I buy a fire, never mind. Okay, then. No, but please please go on. So you have a dance routine that you and your brother created, and you still remember it. It was to uh, Biggie Smalls, uh, player, player. Oh, How do you make a dance routine? Okay, I have to I'm saying. See so basically, what we would do is we would stand in front of the mirror or whatever, and we basically just like switch sides back, back and forth with each other. So, because we had we had a pole in front of the uh, mirror, also, yeah, it wasn't. I said, I'm telling you, you it had a pole in your basement. I won't say it's a pole. It was like I'm like, what kind pillars. of pillars? There you go. That's oh, okay. Pillars. What was your grandma on to have a pole in the basement, my nigga? My grandma, gee, she almost got into a fight. <laughs> okay, story to tell. When you finish the dance routine, so basically we just switch back and forth between uh, the song. That was everybody. A little, a little dope to us because we were young and young and innocent. Young and you mean young and dumb? I didn't want to say that. Cause I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't believe being young and dumb. I feel like being young and like full of curiosity. So does grandma fight? <laughs> <laughs> Which one you want? What? Okay. So the first one I don't scratch, remember. Scrap my questions. Let's go with this. So the first one I don't remember that well. She knocked you out. Nah. This is how, how G my grandma was. I don't remember. This, I don't remember the first one too well, but I remember. I would say this. I remember that she made me mad, and I had. Uh, I was angry, so I punched her in the arm. You put, you put your hands on your grandma, bro. Yeah. She was like, "You just hit me." You must have been little for her not to yeah, like, yeah, little, little. Oh, my say. So you, you just hit me. <laughs> I think I. I don't know if I said yes or no, but her next question was, "You didn't mean to do that, did you?" Your ass. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> I don't want that smoke at all. You just hit me. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> that was my response. Huh? You didn't no. mean to do it, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so the other one was, I remember I was going to uh, middle school okay. and we, and okay, I didn't know we school. had half a day. So we had a day. I was like, oh, bet I didn't know that. So my homie Dominique was like, hey, come to my place. We went to his place, wherever we kicked it for a bit. So I got off at 12. And I got to my grandma's from like three. 
And I guess like they was looking, they was looking for me all that time. Yeah, so I got Ooh. home. I'm like, she was like, "What were you been at?" I'm like, I was down the street. You know, you know, you had half day today. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I ain't know, I ain't know until they let me out early to school." And then she was like, "Boy, get your ass in this house." <laughs> oh, so I sit on the couch, or whatever. And my grandma's like, "So young, to my brother, that boy in here, come in the house." And uh, she was just pissed. And then I don't remember, I don't remember what happened next. But then like a. Uh, she stay on top of me. She's like, stay on, just stay on top of me, whatever. And I'm trying to get up because I'm like, I feel intimidated because my grandma ain't going to do nothing to her. Right. And she's like, boy, who you looking at? I'm like, yo, I'm trying to move. And she's like, well. But she's like, real close, like, swing on me. But I think, I think at one point she was just like, yeah, I'm wilding. And she caught herself. Was your, would you say your grandma was like, was she an angry person or she was just angry at that moment? No, no, she was angry at that moment. Oh, okay. okay I know. She's not an angry person. She's real, she's real chill. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. So that's the kind of relationship you, so your grandma was real, for real, for real. Yeah, like I remember she walked down the, uh, so from my grandma's house to the corner store, ain't that far. It's like a block, less than a mile. For those that don't know how Midwest is, blocks are not that long. It's like one fourth of a mile, if I'm guessing correctly. Uh, mm. She would carry a switchblade in one pocket and a pipe in her pants leg. To, uh, <laughs> she told me it was to watch out for uh, stray animals, which we did have stray animals. We had stray dogs, but I don't think that was all of it. When I was younger, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." But switchblade though, come on now. <laughs> you yeah. gotta, oh, she gonna make a coat. <laughs> Man, she like, I'm gonna take all these dogs. Damn. Do you remember a time where you actually did get into a fist fight or an altercation when you were in Detroit? Probably when you went back home. <laughs> you stupid! I know what your ass is. <laughs> I know what your ass is. Get real specific, but no. Do you, yeah. How many how many fights have you been in in Detroit? Would you say? And how many do you remember winning? Five or six, probably more than that. I remember winning probably two. Word. Yeah. What happened out of the two that you remember? Do you remember what? Um, why you fought, or what? What was the reason for most of those fights? Do you know? The first one, the let's just say first one. The last fight I got into was I just got a fresh cut from my barber shop. Uh, Imani's is on Dre Road. Because I know Detroit, Drew Road is a place you don't want to go on, but anywho. So uh, I'm walking to my grandma's house. This is how bad it was. My barber was like, I'll give you a ride home. I'm like, no, I'm good. I walk. No, I can give you a ride, man. Like, I can give you a ride. I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, all right. Damn, that's crazy. It's like we knew how the block was. That's yeah. the thing. And like me being gone, I was gone for a minute and I came back. I was like, I was like, here. And I just was like, uh, oh, I, <laughs> I was on some dumb nigga shit, some rapper shit. That's oh, my city. I'm good. No, she went from I'm good to I'm Gucci real quick. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. So I'm good. And I was walking and I like, I got to a certain point. I was crossing the street and dude was like, pussy. Oh, oh bitch. Ho, ho, ho. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know, niggas. I ain't worried about it. And I keep walking. And dudes is like, oh, bitch ass nigga. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? I keep this shit pushing. I'm like, I'm like, it ain't worth my time. But it was worth theirs. So one of the homies ran up towards me. He said, like, you trying to fight? I'm like, no, nah, nigga, I'm trying to go home. He asked me three more times. I said, no, he swung. I wanted to fight then. He hit me right there in my mouth, too. And we started scrapping from there. But I was still taken back by the situation because I'm just like, I got hit in the mouth. I don't know what's going on. For no, for no. No reason. You home in my city. You supposed to be good. Yeah, I'm supposed to be good in my city. Yeah. The, city, the streets ain't got no love, man. In case I didn't know, the streets mm. ain't got no love. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard lesson. That's that's a hard lesson to learn. What's a what's a lesson that you remember uh, as a child growing up that you like that's that stuck that is still like nigga, like a like a like a hard lesson, like something where you learned the hard way. That just like uh, not that, but uh, well, I got grip. Uh, streets ain't got no love. 
And you ain't got no friends Damn that's That's a I feel like that's a, Such a bad Cause that How has that affected You hearing that You don't have any friends How does that affect Affected you How has that affected you Coming down here Moving out here And meeting people Were you real shut off To people and stuff like that Yeah Even now I still am Cause like I'm a, I'm a nice open person But it does get to a point Where like uh, I don't I don't know your character Like when we go out I really don't say much Until it's like Alright you cool yeah. Like if somebody's cool with you I'm okay with them Right But even then it's kind of like I gotta know how that person moves Yeah Cause I, I definitely have seen situations Which makes, explains a lot Cause I've been in situations Where like Someone will be asking you a question And it be kind of personal It'd be something I would answer Cause I know the person But you mm-hmm. gotta be like mm. Like you won't really say too much Or you give nah. short answers You be like No nah, I'm, I'm good or whatever Like you won't really interact with them too too much mm-hmm. So I have seen that That's That's crazy though Damn, that's fucked up. You got to run your own damn biscuit hitting your mouth. That's real, that's a real story too. Like for real, for real. That's crazy. I don't think I ever had that happen to me. Were you afraid? At that moment? When it when it hit you in your mouth, it's like, oh shit, I'm gonna get jumped. Because it was more than one person. I know it that. It was. Much. I was more startled than anything. Cause like when we was fighting, I, my mask was like, I'll get to the street. Cause like he's not, he's not gonna go with you to the street. He's not. Nobody's that dumb. But at the same time, I'm trying to like regain myself. I was got hit in the mouth. So I'm trying to regain my my composure or not. And so I get to like the yellow median of the street and he's like the other part of the street, but he's still trying he's trying, he's trying to run into the street to fight me still. Yeah. Was he bigger than you? Nah. He was a little bit he was smaller than me. Lord. But me being like the nice guy and shit, I just was like I should I should swung on as soon as he said you want to fight, I should just bombed on him. Yeah. How many dudes was it all together? Five total. Were they trying to surround you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like once they once they caught up, because by the time I came back to the middle of the street, I came back to the street, the sidewalk, I'm sorry. And uh we started tussling from there. And then when he had slipped, I caught him in the headlock. But by the time they came up, they tried to get in my pockets. And I let, I let him go to try to swing at the other dude, and that's where I fucked up at. But somebody, some stranger gave me a ride, and that was dope. Well, if it weren't for him, I'd probably still be fighting to this day. Damn. That's wild, man. When was, the, when was the last time you remember, and you weren't afraid in that situation, but when was the last time you remember feeling fear? Well, you were afraid, you were afraid like Bird Box. I was really afraid of my stepdad a lot. Where? Yeah. Probably even now. I don't almost how I fear him now, but I'm really like just distant from him now. Like uh if I I'm pretty sure if I was around him, I'd probably be on high alert. Where? Is it a fear of a physical fear? Like you feel like it's a physical threat, or was it just like just couldn't trust anything about like what was what it, do you think it caused it? Physical. Oh word. We got to a group of fights. Damn, I didn't count those. I'm gonna say we probably got into like four fights total. Like physical fights. Do you think that the reason the fear was there was because he was just a bigger and older guy than you were, and so you didn't know how to handle those situations, or? Wasn't just that. It was uh, he was bigger, definitely bigger than me. He definitely was like three times my weight. Excuse me, but it was just uh, aggression, I guess. Mm. So a lot of times it was like uh, I felt like I didn't I didn't match his aggression a lot of times. Mm. So just like. I guess I just bowed down to him to a certain degree. And I don't like saying that, but yeah. So it was almost, so you feel like a lot of it was just almost like a an alpha male dominance type of thing yeah. within that household. Was there ever a point in time with that kind of, with that kind of machoism in the house, whatever point in time where you felt like you needed to get rid of him? Like, like you need to get the fuck out of here somehow. Yeah. I thought about running away before. I'll be, I'll be frank. I, I thought about like taking care of the situation myself. But I just never did. I didn't, I didn't think I could. Mm-hmm. Anything that I was, actually had the will or strength to actually like do what I wanted to do. Why do you, do you think he did that 
do you think he was like that towards you or do you think he, was he like that as a person he was like that as a person he did that to me and my brother and and to his uh nephew as a matter of fact he got into his nephew also was this, was he wasn't he the same one who yoked somebody up when you were in a car one time yeah well, tell that story real quick so people can understand. So one time we were, uh, on where we was coming from, we was going back to my grandma's house, and we was like on the last major streets of my grandma's house. And I remember, uh, I don't know if somebody cut somebody off or somebody let somebody in land or whatever, but this dude was in front of us. My dude in front of us was in a Corvette, and my, my uh, stepdad hunt the horn. And my homie in front just stuck his hands out the air and gave my man's, uh, my stepdad the finger. Mm. So at that point, he was like, oh, hell no. He got the car and tried to chase him down. And dude, the Corvette just like just took off on him. Like, I ain't going to fight you. <laughs> but mom's like, she, my mom got in the driver's seat. Yo, she a real one. My mom is. I ain't going to fight my mom is. My mom got in the driver's seat. She's like, uh-uh, we're going to get him. And my stepdad got in the passenger seat now. So my mom, so I said my mom being behind him this time, she cuts him off, goes to his left side, so he can't go nowhere, he can't speed up, and he can't go left or right. So this, he's about in. I said that gets out of the car now, and he grabs him by his neck, and he was like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." So they just let him go. What? Damn. Yeah. Seeing that, what did you? What did? What do you? Seeing as a child, were you were you amazed by it? like yo they some G's? Did you think that was cool, or did you think like they crazy for that? Or... Okay, so you so even at a young age you knew like this is some stupidity, right? Yeah. Here. Okay. I don't want to say that's stupidity, but it wasn't the best decision to make. It was dumb. Okay, there we go. <laughs> let's let's keep it a hundred. Uh, <laughs> keep it a hundred when hundred wasn't real. Oh damn. <laughs> Let me see. Um, I guess my last set of questions. I know we got a short time frame here. That was hard as fuck. I kept it 100 when 100 wasn't real. God <laughs> damn. That's hard as stupid. You know, I'm talking for some bars, though. That's hard. <laughs> who said that you? Uh, Aaron always says that, actually. I don't know who said that, but Aaron always says that keep it 100 when 100 wasn't <laughs> Yo, real. Because 100 bills can be fake, nigga. Yeah. Yo. That's a good man. I got two two uh two things I kind of want to get into again. Um, Shoot, we we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I want to dive back into it because it's one of your one of your, I think one of your biggest things. That I noticed about you, pause, um, is your your ear for music. Yeah. And so I asked you earlier about um how you got into it. I think we kind of it kind of went a different way because we we were talking at the same time we were talking about uh you doing a website. Yeah. So you were talking about your website at the time and how you were using music on your website. But I wanted to know um who was it that turned your ear to music that like kind of put you onto music because you listen to a wide variety i've heard you listen to jazz i've heard you listen to like that chill coffee house type shit yeah rap like mad rap like and you, you listen to all of it and you could be like oh this is coltrane like you could be like oh this is so and so and so <laughs> and i'd be like yeah like yeah you, so, you, so you have this this ear, this ear for music and i'm True. always like okay people are always like what's this playlist and da, 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 da. True. And so i kind of want to know how did you how did you get so heavily into that who 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 was it that that kind of guided your hand on that? It would that your ear more or so. It wouldn't be a who, it'd be a whom more. Like anywhere, in my, especially my grandma's house, anywhere I would go, like somebody be playing music. My uncle listened to rock, so he had like fucking. He put me onto uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Metallica, Other Police, which is kind of rap, kind of rock, but kind of not. It's the rock. Um, shit, Steely Dan. Steely Dan is like a vibe of a uh, Shardae. Mm-hmm. Fucking else, the Doobie Brothers, the Doobie Brothers, the Doobie Brothers. 
So that's like my rock inspiration. That going upstairs the basement, my brother will be playing rap. That's where I. That's my foundation as far as like music goes. Hmm. In the rap. basement, huh? Damn, irony, <laughs> irony. Shout out to BET. Yep, yep. That's where I always listen to like the most music at, like uh, in the basement. I listen to Tupac, Biggie, Master P, Soldier Slim. Dang, so that ain't name in years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who else? Oh, damn. I remember you talking about listening to Nas and Jay-Z. You, you listen to like all of it, basically, essentially. Yeah, I, Nas is like one of, my biggest, like one of my biggest influences, my favorite artist at one point. Um, speaking of biggest influences. Hmm. Let's touch on your infatuation with Frank Ocean. That's my nigga, yo. Yeah. That's my so nigga. Is, dog. He, is he your favorite? Is will he? Would you go down as one of your favorite artists? So I had a epiphany recently. Like I have, I separated things from like artists and like just rappers. So artists, I usually combine that with like just the way you put all your art. Like Pharrell, how he does. Yeah, all this like runner. Pharrell, like, mm-hmm. he's like top tier to me. Pharrell, James Blake, and Frank Ocean, my top three. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be Frank Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm obsessed with a nigga that's like. Anybody can make music and be famous. Anybody can do that. Like mm-hmm. you, you just find like the right group of people and just do that shit. Like Daft Punk, they make music and they just disappear. Like you don't know their faces, you don't know their real names. That's pretty dope. Yeah, like just like I was, I just love doing music and I just fade away. Mm. And like Frank Ocean does that a little bit. He's like a recluse person. Yeah. So it's like he just puts he puts his art into the music. And like for like, you know he's gay. He say some shouts like damn, that's dope. Like my guy pre like a, my guy pre like a girl is a dope ass line. I'm not even gay. I'm just like, why is that interesting to me? I guess it's just the uh, the way that those words are not supposed to be in the same sentence together, and they supposed right. to like kind of like negate one another, but they actually pretty Shit. fluid. And then the line following it is pretty dope too. And he got fight stories too. Yeah, yeah. she was like, "What? What? <laughs> like yeah, exactly? Exactly? Like, Whoa! Like wait a minute! Like who was this? Like yeah." You're, you're, I can understand and see the flow of that. I've definitely learned to, and have an appreciate more of an appreciation for music because you like to break down lyrics and things like that's that's what I'm getting to. Like you'll yeah, you'll go and be like, let me listen to this album, and you'll sit there and have a, your own listening party and listen to an album. Like really listen, I need not get hyped too. off a beat. I need to get back to that too. Yeah, and I think I've always thought that was pretty cool how you analyze. That's why I was kind of like, well, how do you end up doing all that? Like analyzing the music and being like, oh. What he's saying about this, or like he just described Frank Ocean's lyrics and stuff like that. How you got into that? My brother was big in that. Like he, uh, you remember back in the day when lyrics just come in the uh, packaging for CDs? Yeah, yeah. He he was big in that. That's how yep. I learned Sean Paul's music. Shut up, Yes, I learned a lot of his music. Oh, yeah. oh snap! And then um, this is the last. This is gonna be the last one because I we got I gotta wrap it up. We got uh, thirty seven, thirty six, thirty six, thirty. We'll go ahead. All right, I want to talk about uh. I'm gonna save that. We'll save that for next time. For what? On Dragon Ball Z. Nigga, it's too. Yeah, no, that. So we got to know. So we got to know that. Um, I guess I'll go into it. It's it's actually about your love life, just about where you stand at now. Okay. Um, you were married once. I was factual. You were married. Um, legally still am. Okay. All right. I know if you put that out there, nines. So all right. Yeah, I will. All right. I mean, if I'm gonna be a hundred, gotta keep it a hundred. Gotta keep it a hundred with a hundred with a real. Ooh, that line do so hard. So that's say yeah, yeah, you right. Like, you right. How is this nigga? <laughs> so, you, although you're legally still married, you're not seeing this person anymore. What? 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 What was the good and the bad from? What did you gain as the good and the bad from marriage? Oh damn! I don't know if I said the bad first or not. That's a really good first, I guess. Because the bad one is not coming to me yet. Uh, love is beautiful. That's one. Mm. Uh, love can be one of those things where, like, it is definitely a work. It's definitely, like, it can be a struggle at times. But 
if you go into a situation with two people actually having the same goal or agenda, then like it could be blissful. Okay. Now the bad side to that is just knowing that sometimes you two may not be compatible and trying to find a way to make that work. And that can be a demon or a monster in itself. Like sometimes some people feel like things change when you get married. I don't think that's true to a certain degree. I feel like uh, you feel like I feel like we feel the weight of the situation more because like we kind of like mm-hmm. I feel like you already boxed in with somebody, but just having the marriage title is what boxes you in mentally. Okay, I feel, I feel like I, I okay, all right. Does that make sense? That does. I always feel like titles in general always. That's right. why people don't take on titles, which is actually lead me to my next thing. Um, how do you feel? You've often joked about like born, born alone, die alone, and stuff like that, and stuff and things like that nature. Like, and and after being in a relate, being in a marriage and getting out of it and things like mm-hmm. that. How like how do you feel now about just exclusive relationships, like love relationships? How do you feel about that on exclusive relationships where you you and somebody else are in love? How do you feel about that? Are you now are you opposed to them? Are you like not nah, what's to go through? Like how how does that make you feel? Uh, well, first of all, even though I say jokingly, I do mean that. I do mean that you but live alone, die alone. Well, yeah. born alone, die alone. I do mean that, like hundred percent. They say that in the show we was watching. Really? Sex education? Yeah, she she says that exact line, or some. I think a guy does says that exact line. It was a brother, best friend. It's a true thing. That's why. Yeah. I, if you think about death, anyway, I don't want to get too too philosoph- too philosophy. Philosophical. There, it is. there we go. All right. All right. Man, some tongue right. twisters. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, tongue twister. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> What was I saying? You were talking about um, how that was real for you, but as far as how you feel about relationships. Oh, um, it's kind of duality for me in a way. Because I know that, even though I know you born alone, die alone, I do understand that love supersedes everything. So like, it's kind of like, uh, part of me is like a loner. I feel like I can't be with anybody, but I'm coming to terms with that at times. Other part of me is like, yo, why, why don't you want to find love? Love is such a great thing. Like, being a host, might call them, kiss them goodbye, kiss them to sleep, have instant moments where they know everything about your DNA, things about your soul that you don't I mean, show to anybody, not even your friends. Like, who doesn't want that? Hmm. That's a good answer. You do, <laughs> you do well. Last question. I think I asked you this already. I was going to say more about speaking to your spirit a little too much. Nah, I'm, I'm going to let you say that for another episode. You know what I'm saying? Are you so, going to? Yeah, I'm going to let you say from that. You still got you still got to flip the scripts and stuff like that. Um, do. I forgot I asked this earlier. I don't know. Did I ask you this last question? Mirror. If you were a Pokemon, which Pokemon would you be and why? Man. I, I think I like Sand Slash. Sand Slash look, he looks cool as fuck. He looks like Vegeta but a Pokemon form. Okay. But but why but why Sand Slash? What about him makes you I should I would be him. I wish I had like, my Pokédex on me, but no. Uh, since I just looks cool, like on top of my head, and he and his nails were dope. No, Scyther, Scyther. I thought okay. Scyther was dope because uh, he had one move called Sword Dance. I thought that shit was dope. Uh, grass Pokemon. I always thought Grass Pokemon were cool, especially when you playing the game because you had to fight Brock first. Murk that ass out of here, nigga. Fuck out of here, Brock. But no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, funny because it's true. You know what bro, you whooped on Brock quick hey, as shit with Bulbasaur. Anybody playing Pokemon? Look up the first boss on any game. 
I'm like, hey, that's the first boss? I f- All right. He was only the first boss in the... Uh, Red, blue, and yellow. Yeah. 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 And yellow. it sucked because you couldn't get the grass one unless you... Yeah, you had to pick... You had the... Yeah. yellow, you couldn't get a grass. Nope. Oh, anyway, that's a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah, yellow was hard. You had to get like a carapy. Man, I had a beefed up cat. Never mind. There's <laughs> yeah, no had a beefed up carapy. He was with the weights in the gym. So, so you the Scyther. You the Scyther That's that's your rap name now. The Scyther The Scyther That sounds hard. Hey, dude, on it. The yeah. Scyther The Scyther like, like, like the Cipher. Yeah, but you the Scyther uh, like, Okay. That's your new rap name. That's how I fuck with you. <laughs> it's me. It's me a long one. It's me a long podcast. Yeah. So so that's actually that's all the questions I have for you now for for, for part one of Tao, the Chronicle of Tao. <laughs> you stupid. Um. Obviously, we we remember, uh, visit this again sometime and. Probably back another another year. I don't know when we'll do it again. Let's we'll do it again. Probably another year. Another year. Just kind of yeah. fall back and see where you are now. See what you're doing. Scary. Ask more questions about the podcast. So now yeah. the tables have turned. Are you ready? I'm always ready, baby. I have to introduce you know my uh, best friend, my roommate, uh, the one that always keeps it 100 with me. Hey. One that has to stay right, even if he's wrong, he's still right. Hell yeah, baby. Awesome debater. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't say you ain't. Uh, I said, mm, I agree with you because I know you're right. Uh, the smooth persuader. Hey. Big man in the house. I ain't talking physical. Hey. Alfred Steele. Oh, AKA Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? <laughs> you worse than me. You got your base all, base all deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first time. So, uh, station name, where are you from? My name is Becca. No, I'm playing. No. <laughs> My name is uh, Alfred Steele. I go by Fred. Actually, Alfred. Still junior. Uh, there is a junior on that. Yeah, I'm named after my daddy. Uh, I'm from Philadelphia. That's where I'm from. From Philly. Born and raised. Playing video games. How I spent most of my days. All right. You anyway, know what I'm saying? I already know you're going with this. All right. So. Yeah. I'm going to go with the thing that takes me off about you. Um, so, Great. me being old, we're kind of polar opposites of each other in some regard. Mm-hmm. So, I'm always serious for the most part, and you're always fun, which is that's why people love you. Mm-hmm. So. Why are you always funny? Because um, I don't know how to be. Not not to be. I don't know how not to be funny. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't seem to be cocky. I'm saying that's just... Growing up in my household, there was always sometimes... Things would get rough. Things get rough in anybody's life. And I just kind of found myself having a knack to make people laugh. And in the essence of that, I kind of became the they became the go-to for that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh my my joking is also is also how I handle things that are awkward for me, and that's the prior one such one. Like that's 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 how it is. Like if something's awkward for me, I'll make a joke of it. Like cause I don't know how else to handle it. Yeah, and so I just go to my go to the thing I know I'm good at. The thing I know I can twist in my favor. Yeah, is my humor. So I go with that. That's been my it's my gift and my curse is my humor. I've seen you like make fun of yourself in the most painful situation it's something I, I admire about you also because it kind of like helps you persevere through a lot of, tra- lot of troubles and times yeah but I've always like with I always feel like the jester in the room is always the one that's like that knows the most and also in the most pain yeah and, I, I can say that yeah yeah I can see that oh, damn <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you, you agreed I was like oh fuck I wasn't ready for that I wasn't ready for my statement I wasn't ready for your response oh oh, oh okay I mean, no. I don't say now. Uh, what's your favorite food? Oh man, I don't really have a favorite. I don't know if you ever seen me. I don't have a favorite food. We do not discriminate. <laughs> no, um, I don't necessarily have a favorite food. I think if I had a go-to, I like seafood a lot. I like. <laughs> 
I like I like sea. For some reason I like seafood a lot. I don't. I and I think it's because I like to swim and I like the ocean. Mm. And then so you got seafood, but I also like Caribbean food. That's yeah. Since you brought up swimming, what is your infatuation or love with swimming? Like, why do you love swimming so much? Um, it's the only time in my life where I've been weightless, almost. Like, when it comes to being in the water, you're, you're almost like, I can do whatever I want to do. If I want to fly, I can fly, I can do that. If I want to submerge myself, if I want to be on top, if I want to be on the bottom, whatever it is, I can, yeah. like, I can do those things in the water. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get to be... It's, it's almost like taking on your spiritual form in the water. Because there's no real, like, you, the way you move, there's no real boundaries. Right. You know, outside the pool walls, there's no real boundaries what you can and can't do in the water. True. And so I've always, always liked that, like that, like that free form, that free feeling of being in the water. Yeah. That ain't so taste for real. That's wild. <laughs> free willy, my nigga. It's like, Where we at? Fuck I ass. What are your thoughts on love and when was your last heartbreak? Mm, my le- my thoughts on love It's definitely a gift um, I think love is definitely a gift And I think it's, you should definitely you should. I think everybody should experience it at least once You should experience love I think it's something you need to have to grow mm. I don't think it's something you can go without Or you'll grow, you'll grow but you won't grow the way you want to You know what I'm saying True. You could have been a flower but you turned into a weed instead And so that's the thing you want I think that's the thing about that with love Uh so I so I guess I love love. Um, as far as far as heartbreak, my last real heartbreak. We can pass if you want to. I wouldn't pass. Um, I wouldn't pass on it because it's, it's, it's something to talk about. Um, hmm. My last ups. I said the last one that wasn't an heartbreak. I think my last real upbreak was was my real. Oh, you dropping names? Okay. Was my oh, know shit. What's up. oh shit. Uh, <laughs> we went edit Albert Dale uh, way yeah. back when. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably edit that out. What's All up? Right. That? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Um, was that? Um, my last upset was more recent than that, but my last heartbreak was was that. You wouldn't call because I experienced that with you. You wouldn't call that a heartbreak. No, because my heart wasn't in it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You don't I, think you don't think that you don't think that's how that went. Like think about like, to me heartbreak would involve me being in love with somebody. Don't convince me. No, I'm trying to explain to you why. Why I'm saying that. I mean, like my heart, like my heart. I like the person. Yeah. But the other person that broke my heart, I was in love with. I'll give you that. You see what I'm saying? If you're comparing it to, yeah. I'll give well, yeah, you that. that's what I'm going to. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's, what I'm going, that's what I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you if you ask me when was the last time I uh, I had experienced an upset, it would be that situation. Yeah. But if we're not saying no names, no point to getting that deep into it, anyways. So it takes like. What does your humor come from? Pain. Can you elaborate on that? Like um, what? What pain made you funny? Um, being picked on a lot as a kid. Uh. Being teased a lot, like just being teased a lot and stuff like that, and not really knowing how to fit. Being a being a fat kid, the the f- kind of a pun here, but finding a way to fit in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying was always was always a thing, and I never could find a way. And then I realized, that, oh, if you're funny, like the people seem to re- not as much to respect you more, but they don't fuck with you as much, or they fuck with you in a more positive way. Yeah, I'll say that they fuck with you if you're funny, right? And so it was just like, okay, like that was the thing. So that's where it kind of stemmed from. It stemmed from like being picked. Cause I wasn't always like that. I don't mm-hmm. think I was always funny, but yeah, that's what I think it came from. Realistically, I put up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How is your connection with your family? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I talk to my family a lot. I was texting them now. Um, as 
I talk to all my siblings. I, I feel like in a, in one aspect, I'm a, um. I speak to all of them differently, mm-hmm. but I, but I speak to all of them. Like I talk to my mom at least once a week. I talk to my me and my dad are distant, but not be, not out of a hatred thing or not not knowing each other thing. It's just like as men, we just didn't talk. We men don't often express themselves like that. But hey, like, true. You no, know, but when I do talk to my dad, hey, I love you, man. How you been? Like da 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 da. da. And now they're starting to text, so we te- so I text him more. So that's <laughs> that's kind of cool. Actually, I text my dad, my peace and love, brother. How you doing? That's my dad would say to me, mm. my peace and love to you back and stuff like that. So it, it, my relationship with my parents is good. My my sisters is good. I don't have any turmoil between them. Like, tell me about your mom and her uh, voicemails. Lord have mercy, <laughs> my mom's in her voicemails. My mom's old school, and so she's she's from an era where like you didn't have instant access to the weather and things of that nature so she's the type of person when she called you and left you a voicemail she was going to tell you the time she called she's going to mm-hmm. tell you what the weather is mm-hmm. like she'd be like hey so her voicemail would be like dodo it's me mommy the time is 7 55 p.m i'm calling you from home the winds are 95 miles per hour like yo like what are you doing like she was just going into great detail about like what's going on that's a crazy speed for some wind but yeah 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 right <laughs> like where y'all at like yeah no but she would just give you everything and um they are always loving, always loving. Even when like things were a panic, it was always care in her voice. Yeah, always caring. So yeah, this is dope. I like doing this. <laughs> what are some uh, philosophies or religions you believe in? Hmm, I believe in me. Um, I believe that's, that's a good ass response. Um, I believe in. I believe in God. I believe there being a higher a higher being. Um, I grew up. I grew up in a Christian household. So I took a lot of those teachings with me, those philosophies with me. Mm. Um, I never cl- I never took a title upon myself because, as you said before, when I was younger, I did. But as I got older, I, I kind of relinquished. I guess that's the word, but the title yeah. of being Christian because I didn't, because I didn't fall, I didn't practice it enough to even call myself that anymore. And I don't think that's fair to others who do practice it, right. and it can be confu- confusing. Um, but also, I felt like when you take on titles like that, you do you do kind of set boundaries on yourself, whether you want to or not. Certain things just happen where people like certain people are like, well, I don't fuck with you for the fact that you are this, right? And that, and so it's like the less titles you have, the more people you fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're more fuckwittable. <laughs> that is facts. So yeah. What were some of your hardest times? Mm, my hardest times. When I first came to Arizona, um, I came out here with no family. Yeah, it was just me. Uh, I pretty much the clothes I had on my back. Basically, I had a point in time I was out here in Arizona, fresh out here. Um, I didn't have any money. I didn't really have food like that, and so it was. There was like a couple. Like there would be days at a time where, surprisingly, days at me would go without eating. <laughs> like so, like so, like serious. Like wouldn't go out to eat, and like you having to watch. Still being super young, I was only like eighteen, mm-hmm. and having to watch my friends be able to like do whatever the hell they wanted, not have to work, and just kind of get things handed to them while I had to struggle was probably the hardest thing because I had to I had to learn to um to check my character and not to hate. I was hate I was a hater. Okay, I feel you on that. I was hating them. I was hating on them like they don't gotta do nothing. They laid like like to me to me I almost I almost was looking down on them when they didn't do nothing wrong. They It wasn't their fault that they had the lifestyle they had. It wasn't their fault. That's just how things worked out for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I had to learn to be grateful for my situation, what I was in. And um, and I just had to learn. I had to learn, had to, learn to put myself in a better position. And so I learned to hustle. And so I think um, that was, that that hardship 
Although I think that was the hardest time of my life was around that time frame. Mm-hmm. But also was um but that that but that hardship was also I think one of the biggest blessings of my life because it changed who I was completely. It 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 it, it took my mindset and changed it to a whole nother thing. So like, yeah. That that, that would probably be it. Beauty and the struggle. Yeah. Why do you always feel like you have to be right? Like even in normal conversation, like you always like you're like you I shouldn't let me rephrase. No, I'm gonna just say it. You feel like I feel like you feel like your opinion has to be right. Your answer has to be right. Because when I was growing up younger, I was in a household where as a boy you were often wrong. I was often wrong for whatever I said, whatever I did, whether my actions were right or wrong, I was wrong. And being in a situation like that where it felt like not, not, not that I was attacked because I also had great situations at my household and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when it came to being like debates and arguing stuff like that, it was almost like well, because you're a boy, you're not supposed to argue. You're not supposed to do these things and things like that. And it was like, okay. So now when I come at these situations now, it's like when I'm in debates with people or, or things <laughs> like that, I definitely come off as I'm right. And also the reason I do that too because a lot of times if I'm in a debate with somebody, it's probably because I did the research to know what the fuck I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? I'll verify that. That's true. So it's like, I probably did the research to know what I'm talking about. So depending upon who the person is, depends upon how hard I'm push for being right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, if you, uh, <laughs> if you want, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're yeah. going to push, if you're going to push on, if you're going to push dirt and if you're going to push trash to me, yeah, you know I mean, like, be like, oh, this, these are not facts. These are just all opinions. Yeah, you know I mean, and treat them like facts. I'm definitely gonna go in on you and be like, yo, this is why you're wrong. So you like kind of doubling down on the truth. Yeah, I'm just doubling down on my truth, like, but not my truth, the truth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so that's that's kind of why that's where that stems from. Hmm. I mean, I mean, if you if you felt like you were right, you wouldn't push to be wrong. You'd be like, I'm gonna fight for being right. If I'm that's right. true. That's true. <laughs> See, I'm right. That's <laughs> ignorant as shit. You have a moment. Yes. All right. So, as far as weight loss, weight loss goes, or just progressing as a person, what hinders you? Me. I hinder me. Oh, wholeheartedly. I <laughs> hinder me the most. Yo, can you like not be so blunt? <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's, I appreciate it, but same time, it's like yo. Um, I'm the type of person, or I, I was, am trying to make it. A tra- I'm in the process of transitioning that that mindset, where I'll start something, especially like that. I have started it. And I'll start to go, you've witnessed it. I'll start to go. I'll start going strong. Mm-hmm. And then something will happen. Something. Maybe something major, probably something not, but whatever. Whatever it was, I'm going to treat it like a major issue, and, that's gonna sl- and it's going to slow me down, or it's going to stop me completely. Yeah. And the only, the only time where I remember it, something happening where it really was like, okay, you kind of saw it because you sprained your ankle type shit. Yeah. was because I sprained my ankle. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. Other than that, it's been like little things where I would start to feel discomfort, and once I felt discomfort, I just stopped. That's what it came out. I would feel discomfort, and I would just stop. And so... That's why I say it was me. It was it's always something in my head. It's always, like I don't... When it comes to that kind of thing, part of the mindset is you've been big for this long. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so you kind of be like, eh, you, it's, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to get out of that mindset when you've been big as long as you've been big. It's like, I've, I've always been the big homie like, as long as I yeah. can remember. Yeah. So it's hard to get out of that mindset when you've been, that, you've been this way for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. it's hard. It's real hard. So... That's part of why and, and not seeking the proper help To kind of like Well I am now But at the time I wasn't seeking the proper help To like okay Let me try to readjust things And make things different for myself So I can do better So yeah You did have me getting better about that though I would definitely like, testify for that Thank you thank you Now I got a lot of help Now like you, you help with the groceries And all that stuff You're like alright let's let, Like it's, it's easier when everybody's kind of doing it Like everybody, people around you are also doing it Like I live with you So when we eat We like okay we eat healthy We buy the groceries together yeah. That helps a whole lot 
know what I'm saying? That helps a lot more. I definitely do try. I definitely do try. There's one thing you taught me as far as like if you gonna it like if you don't criticize me. Fuck what did you say? You said you said one time the way you said it was like really dope. Like don't criticize me if you ain't gonna help me. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like I don't criticize I really don't really criticize anybody. But it's the thing of like I wanted you to lose weight. So like if I want you to lose weight, I need to help you with that also. Mm-hmm. I was trying my best to like help you with that and shit. Yeah, you be begging me up. Ha <laughs> ha <laughs> stupid. No, cause I fly like like that'd be a big milestone. <laughs> Next question, dog. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but it was, that was pretty it good. Was. That was pretty good. <laughs> Since you're from Philly and an inner city of Philly at that, at how like how does the city mold you? Or do you feel like it mold you? Yeah, oh for sure, for sure, for sure. Um growing up in the city, I like I spent 18 years in Philly, so it definitely molded me. I, they they say you're from wherever you get your game from. So a lot mm. of my game came from Philly, like, and just like and just being from there, being there for so long. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Holla if you hear me. Um, I've just been like, uh, yeah, it just it just I definitely has molded me. Um, trying to think how as my as far as my humor goes, being being kind of witty. Having to have the quick snapbacks and things like that, like mm. that's all from Philly. Like, so I had to, man. It was like, yo, it was, yo, if you was gonna go ride or get ridden on pause. Like, that's really what happened. They was gonna get you, bro. Like, it was yeah. like, okay. And it was getting me for a long time. You, you really are really witty. Like, you don't miss a beat with your wit. Nah, that's that's from. I think that's from that. And my and my my uncle, I've, my dad and my uncle, his side of the family, because they're all they're all like that, like real snippy, snappy. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny. They're all like that, yo. Did your family ever get in like a uh, beef and stuff? Like, it's just a beef. Y'all ever like roast each other and shit like that? No, huh? no, Mm-mm. not. I don't. I don't remember that happening. I don't remember that ever being like a thing. Like we 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 would make jokes. I don't. I don't remember ever having like roast battles where we were. Uh, maybe we did. I, I couldn't tell you honestly. I like, don't remember. Let me rephrase. Not roast battles. Did you ever like ever like make fun of a family member to the point where it was like, all right, yo, Wally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did, I did. I'm I know, I know you did. I did. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I I would here and there. Uh, oh yeah, yes we did. Oh gosh, yes we did. As I'm going back in time, heck yeah we did. My, my I think my family especially was known for getting everybody else. Like we were definitely like, <laughs> not say mommy me. We were known for being like ah to everybody else. Yeah. Yes, we was gonna be on them. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not not in the sense of like. Something about you in particular that was gonna make you feel uncomfortable about yourself. Like, like we might tease you, like, like if you were real religious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a cousin who was real religious, so we used to call her BG, and it was for Bible girl. <laughs> but then, like, if she did something bad, we'd be like BG saying for bad girl. Oh, you know, we would switch yeah. it up or whatever. We would always get her, and she'd be like, no, like, you know what I mean? no, stop, because because most of my family's actually on both sides were very religious. They were very like go to church. We all went to the same church and things like that. Like, yeah, it was super religious, so we didn't get into it like to the point of like. Um, it was it was never monstrous attacks. It was like we'll tease you about like something like that, something right. you could deal with. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But nobody's ever like put into tears. No, not that I could think of. Maybe like once or twice. But I learned to man up. No, I'm playing. No, oh, wow. <laughs> no I got put to tears, but not from family. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wasn't always roasting, bro. I was getting roasted like a marshmallow, bro. And then... When did this happen? Oh God, I Jesus. Um, 
I was getting roasted like crazy, but I most of high. Mm, I think around high school is when it really started kicking. Like, right, like roasting me was really kicking. I didn't start roasting back until like eleventh grade, I think tenth grade, eleventh grade. I feel like those are the time. Those are like defining moments. Like yeah. junior and senior years when it's like all right. Yeah, that's when it kicked in. That's when I started to be a little. I was always a little witty. I was always witty, but I was real. I was real like I'm not gonna say that. No, I'm just gonna try to be me. But they would like just pick on me and pick on me and pick on me and pick on me. And so like then it finally started to come out a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And I was at that point. I, at that by that point, I was already I was funny, but mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily the roaster. And then as it went <laughs> further. Further and further, then like yeah, by like eleventh grade, twelfth grade, I started kind of roasting back. What was the worst thing you think you ever said roasting somebody? Hmm. And if that is too broad, let me know. That that I think I was at the club one time. <laughs> okay. And there was this girl. It was this girl and her her friend. I was talking to the one girl, mm-hmm. and she was let's say her name was Sarah. I was talking to Sarah. I know what Sarah is. I don't use that name. Um, we use Sarah. It's whatever. There was a girl named Sarah, and there was this other girl. I don't. I don't know her name, but you'll get her description real quick. Okay. And what had happened was, I was talking to Sarah. Sarah was cool. We was kind of kicking it, going in or whatever. And her friend comes up. Now her friend. Long story short, I called her friend a four by four head monster, and you had to see her like. Cause it wasn't just it wasn't like that. Like she had a really big forehead. And she tried to play me, bro. She tried to play me. So first I was like, like I was basically going in about how she had to pay for cover for her forehead and stuff like that. And like her forehead was huge. Like her forehead was really big. And so I called her four by forehead monster, like right in front of her homegirl. And people, and the reason it was so bad was because other people could hear it. And by this point, other people heard it because she's caused a spectacle and got people kind of looking in at us. So now it's like me, Sarah, and this this monstrous forehead girl just standing here talking the shit to each other, like. Talking to one another, and I call her a four by forehead monster after she was dick like d- talking shit to me, and she like tears up and runs off to the bathroom, and like her friend Sarah had to like go get her and shit. It was bad, bro. I will say when like those are your worst moments. So I feel like when everything's on you, you don't like you're, you. I say your clutch moments. Oh, if the spotlight's on me, yeah. yeah if you like, put the spotlight on me, I'm, I'm gonna do my best to. To shine, <laughs> I've seen you chill, and then like the person just uh, just keeps being persistent, and you just like, all right, why yeah. you these words? You're gonna be like kind of mad. Yeah, I've had that. I've had that. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I usually, I, I don't say I usually am chill. I'm usually not chill, but if I, especially if I'm intoxicated, it's real bad. Like if I'm intoxicated, like, <sighs> oh, you gonna get these words? And it's <laughs> gonna be, and it's never, it's never out of malice. I'm never like maliciously attacking. I'm always like having fun with you. But, yeah, and like and I'll be teasing and stuff. You'd be like laughing, like "Damn, he got me!" Like you know, what I'm saying whatever, whatever. <laughs> fun with you or at you? Either way it goes. You're having fun. E- ultimately, <laughs> yes. I got three more questions, I think. Okay. Yeah. No, it's three. Yeah, three. Um, I'm gonna ask the most important one that always important to me. What's the difference in your name? Hmm. So I know a lot of times you go by uh, Alfred, which is your first name, and your abbreviated first name is Fred. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a difference between the two? Yeah, definitely for sure. Fred is the more is more comical, is more more to the humorous side of things. Alfred is the guy you made in an interview. Alfred is Alfred is more serious. He has he he's still he he still have it's, it's humor throughout, but Alfred is definitely a little more serious about his the way he presents himself, the way he talks. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a lot more. Um, I'm sorry, he's a lot more serious. But Fred is definitely like goofy, go fun, let's go have some fun, let's go wild out a little bit. Um, 
Yeah, that's where the difference is between the two of them. Alfred's more like interview Fred, like the interview version of Fred. Uh, more, a little bit more professional, believe it or not. And, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's probably the biggest difference between Alfred and Fred. Alfred's all business, I hear that. Yeah, with way more business, yeah. But I, I don't necessarily go by Alfred, but this is a mode I would switch to if need be. Like if I'm at a meeting, we're talking, or even when we're talking business about like doing something for like a company or whatever, or even for the podcast, yeah. I'll switch it to a mentality of Alfred and be like, okay, like let's plan this out. Let's go that route with it. What's up? What's your current status of love? Like what's your current like love life? I'm I'm single. I've been single. I, all my life. No, I'm playing. No, I, I've been single for a long time. Um. Yeah, I'm just single. I'm that's it. I got no to tell you. I'm single. I mean, do you feel like you have an aversion of love? Are you trying to dodge it? Are you just like, no, I don't think I'm trying to dodge it, but I don't think I'm trying to have a conversation with it either. Who you see what I'm saying? I do, like, yeah, like if I see it at the party, I'm gonna give it a head nod, but I'm gonna keep, but I'm not gonna go over there. Why don't know? I couldn't answer that question. I just don't know. I, like I really don't know I just be like If I see it I'm like Oh what's up Actually you know what I don't think I've been In a situation To I don't think I've seen Love at the party You know what I'm saying I don't think I've, I don't think True. I've ever run, run into her At the party In, in, in the You know what I mean Like yeah. I'm just as an analogy um, I knew what you meant though yeah, As I far think, as like Finding somebody It's like uh, Oh that girl There's giving me the eye I'm gonna go approach that Yeah I think I think I think me now, like me today now, if I, I haven't been anywhere in a one minute extra, but if I was to see it now, I would probably say hi now. In yeah. the past, I def- me four months ago, six months ago, no, would not have. I would not have. Now I'd be like, oh, what's up? Like, hey. So you start giving less fuss and start pursuing more? Yeah. Started wearing, started wearing less and going out more. Remember you know, that shit? So <laughs> I started. I was like, "You said line." I think. Yeah, I was. I was. Going, I had to because it kind of, kind of fits. It did. It did. Let's see. Me, 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 she, 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 me, she, she, smash me. All the be here. I can smash me. I still don't know what that is. I don't either. Uh, it's the last question. Have you ever? I right, another question after this. I'm sorry, y'all. Have you ever wanted to trade lifestyles with someone? When I was younger. Um. Whom? Just. Anybody wasn't me, I guess, just to see what life was like for them. I can relate to that. <laughs> like, yeah, you, I guess, as a younger child, like, I wonder, like, what would it be like to be this person? Uh, what, would, what would it be like to be white? Like, you know, so you just wondered, like, you wondered things. Um, but as an adult who understands life a little bit more, no. I think if I was to trade life with anybody, it would be the version of me that I could picture myself being in my head. Mm-hmm. I would change myself into that version of me. But mm. you see what I'm saying? Like the more successful, the more, the more, the more in shape, the better version. The version of me, everybody has a a dream version of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like maybe you dream you that dude that walk in and all the girls is like, whatever it is you dream about, like you, you have a dream a version of you. Mm-hmm. And so I would I wouldn't switch, I would probably change myself for that version of me, if that makes sense. It does. I would be that version of me, but I wouldn't change myself to be another person's shoes. It's like from uh, Terbo, Terbonaggi, but analogy nonetheless. From uh, Steve Urkel to Arkell. Exactly. Yeah. Stefan. His name was Starfest. Stefan. Who's, who's Arkell? I don't know who Arkell was. It was Steve Urkel and then Stefan. You're right. I'm trying to think who Arkell was. I'm not Google earlier. Yeah, I know who Arkell was. So, last question of the day. 
in death, how do you want to remember? How do you want to be remembered? Positively, whatever it is, I want to remember in a positive manner. Um, I would want to be. I want to be. I would want to be remembered for more than just being a funny, positive guy. Um, but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't remember. Want to be remembered for being super serious or anything like that. I want to be like um, a fun-loving leader kind of person. The person about yeah, he was a good leader. Like he was a fun-loving leader. Like he. He he did things the right. He did th- he did right by people. He treated people well. You know what I'm saying. He was always a positive force when he was around. And hopefully, I have have left something that people can, whether it be a podcast, wherever it was, that they could listen to. And I would ultimately want people to say he was wise. That's real shit. That he was wise. Like he he, he this is a man. With, this is a man. He wasn't a jeweler, but stayed with gems. Like that's who I'd want to be. Like that's who I would want to be. So, yeah. Don't try to act like that was not a good ass bar. Bro, it, it just it was what it was, brother. It was what it was. So the reason why we decided this nigga said I'm not a jeweler, I stay with the gems. Oh my god, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> so the reason why we decided to do this because we wanted y'all to know us, and also uh, I forgot the other reason why. We want to, we want to be a way to measure our progress in life um, as we proceed. That's why we say we do it probably yearly. Um, like we'll yeah. do it again another year or maybe I don't know how but I think maybe yearly would be the best way or, yeah. or biannually like once every two years or every six months or something and just so that. you can kind of hear what we say now and then hear what we say in in the uh, the following episode well the next time we do it just so you kind of go well, wow I hear growth or they they changed a lot they've yeah. changed from here to there yeah. it's like when you watch a show and you watch the kid be on a sh- the kid show and now they're growing up and they're no longer they're like a teenager now you're like holy shit like there's a movie like that too where like, it starts off as a kid and like they actually film him into like almost a, adulthood and you're like holy shit like yeah like and I think that's pretty cool and so I thought that would be a great way to measure it and kind of see where we are and, and kind of see if we talked about our goals where we talked about did we own up to those things yeah. did we change those things did I become that guy that I was talking about in my head mm. you know what I'm saying those type of things like am I becoming him did I change what, what happened wow so that was the purpose of doing this episode Anything you want to say signing off? Um, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Hopefully you learned more about us. Um, next time what we'll do is we'll definitely, I, th- I think what I'm going to do, for at least for mine, it's my post. I'll put up a post saying that we want to do it again so people can add their own questions. I want to say that too. Like, uh, anybody have any questions for us? Yeah, definitely definitely feel free to ask them and um, we'll try to address them to you. They'll probably be addressed through like the post. Like if you put it on Facebook or Instagram, try to address it through there. Um, but during the next episode, we'll post like maybe a week before, two weeks before, mm. we'll post up the things so you can add your questions yeah. and then we'll, we'll do our best to answer them. Shit, if you want to, if we get any questions, we can answer them on this episode, like one or two. Okay, yeah. Okay, ask a cleaner. I got you. All right, ask a dishwasher. There you go. <laughs> I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Yeah, and just um, just kind of go that route with it. But no, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Hopefully, hopefully you learned something. You know, you learned yeah. something. It you know just got a little something out of there. At least just were entertained at the very least. Yeah, like it's crazy. I realized how much like I don't say much pain, but how much like. First of all, this was dope. I like doing this. It was just like a lot that like having flashbacks of childhood. Mm-hmm. It's like damn. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's that's what that was the idea behind it was just it definitely is a great way to remember where you come from. Definitely, you know what definitely. I'm saying? Because originally I was going to do originally I wanted to do a three part thing. I was going to do 
my thing was to do, I was going to separate episode for you, episode for me, and I was going to three-part chronicle, like a, like a chronic, chronicle for you. The first one was going to be called The Boy, that was getting to know your past. And then I was going to break it down, then I was going to be The Another Man, and then it was going to be The King, and that's going to be you now. No, you better do some like, artistic I was, shit. I, 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 had set, I had to set up, bro. I why had to set we, up. Why didn't we do that? I've been sick of shit. Because it'll only be three episodes. Three episodes of that. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Versus yeah. a continuously boom, boom, boom. But yeah, I, I had like my little chapter set up. Oh, yeah, I was, I was ready. I was ready. For that. I came up with that. I was like, okay, how will we do it? What will we do? Yeah, I'm a sucker for some art, nigga. God damn. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah, so that's where I was going to go. I'm sorry, y'all got hype. Uh, you, know, you know where to follow us? Follow us on Facebook, Snap. Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, uh, clean dishes underscore. Wait, my cleaning bad. underscore dishes is on the um, Twitter. That so uh, go there if you got Twitter. Uh, Instagram is cleaning dishes. That so go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to, you can hit us up on our uh, Instagram and Twitter personally. Uh, mine is t three no junior. Yeah, use my Twitter. Um, my Twitter is that's good. You got one one thing to roll them on. Yeah, I try. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> it's thinking dumb. My uh my Twitter is Mr. Fredtastic. Um, so you can definitely hit me there. Uh, that's probably your best bet. You could hit me on Facebook if you can find me. Uh, Kate, Kate, uh, uh, that super song stuck in my head again. What? Kate, Kate, no, Kate. No, the one where he's like. Uh, take her phone, her ID. Uh, in case she shot, can't post me on IG. I know you about, get out. That's my. Sh- I don't know why I like that song, dog. It's probably our longest episode to date. Huh? It's our longest episode to date. Oh yeah, for sure. But I feel like this is the party the most insightful. Yeah, it really is. I think it's gonna be very insightful more ways than one. Because even even in where we just answer some questions for about ourselves personally, someone's gonna hear it and learn from it. Yeah, that's that's what I always pray for. Yeah. So so thank you guys for listening. We are going to cut it, but um. Hopefully you make like a sponge and soak that shit up. This is the Cleaning Dishes Podcast. Clean your plate.